911, what's your emergency? Welcome to Life Beyond the Sirens podcast with Brett, Tim, and Stu. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Stories and advice from frontline workers. Welcome, uh, welcome back. Today we've got a, a fun little bonus episode. Uh, we're joined with uh, fellow probationary firefighter, Proby for short, uh, mm-hmm. Vic. Uh, we got hired at the same time. Vic or Victor? Do you which which one doesn't do you want us to? Man. No, it doesn't matter. Okay. Vic, Victor, it all works. Vic, it'll be Vic. Probationary firefighter here with me. Got hired in the same recruit class. We are both looking at. Uh, actually, we're both coming up on finishing our probationary year. Yes, sir. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, but Vic uh, brings a lot of experience because before he was on with our department, he's uh, done a few years with uh, with another department here in Ontario. Yes, sir. So he. Uh, so this is actually my second round of being a pro. Yeah, yeah. So he's got Should a lot of. Should be good at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened. Yeah. The crew might say it otherwise, but. <laughs> Yeah, we got two yeah. real life probies in the flesh. <laughs> it's kind of like the blind leading the blind on this episode for real. Yeah, but. yeah. We're going to hopefully uh, talk about our, ex- well, not hopefully, we're going to talk about our experiences as, uh, as probies this year and for Vic uh, in his previous uh, previous department and then kind of go over what we uh, what we think we say we think uh, good probies yeah, do. This is not an all-encompassing no. guide to how to it's be also a probie. Different, right? Even what we think may be different for the guys that are now coming on after us. Yeah, yeah. The so different, or different crews, different, different departments, different departments. Yeah. And you know, again, we are we are probationary firefighters. No one's told us. At least I don't think anyone's told us that we're doing anything extremely wrong. Well, uh, not telling us, I guess it's a good well thing. clearly yeah. you're out of touch then, Steve, yeah, yeah. the <laughs> word on the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, maybe Brett and Tim can let us know if anyone's uh, really talking trash about us. Dude, but, people uh, don't even talk to me. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's actually true because you're on the same crew as Tim and yeah. Moss and I are on the same crew. So, so give us some insights as to how we're doing this year. Where yeah. going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, before we get into this episode, again, selfishly, if you haven't done so already please rate subscribe oh like on the sirens podcast absolutely share it shameless plug share it to your friends family 70 <laughs> percent of the people just shut this off <laughs> we're also on instagram oh right. god now that we got that housekeeping items out of the way we can get into the uh the to the episode about uh probationary firefighting some of the tips uh, some of the things to do around the hall what to do on calls some of the things that we kind of look for or recommend you do when you get onto your new department. Well, I yeah. just want to point one thing out. Vic killed it today. Brought the coffee. Stu didn't. I'm, so. a, I'm a senior man on oh the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying this is my third time being a probie now? Yeah. So let's get right into it. Stu, what are some of the things that you would recommend some of the people do? I think that most people say the same thing about this one, but be open to as much kind of information and constructive criticism as you can possibly be open to. You're, you are there to learn. I'm still learning every single day I'm going into work. So anytime there, that's someone with more experience than me is coming in and, and, you know, I'm doing a task one way, whether it's something as small as a particular cleaning, uh, like a, a way they like to see things cleaned versus how we're going to do something on scene uh, when we're practicing and training. Uh, just listen to what you're being told because that's exactly what they want to see from you. Yeah. You're, you're there to learn. Obviously, you've gone through 
your your recruit class, however long that is. If sometimes it's you know four weeks, ours was sixteen, 16. weeks. Yeah, so we, you know, you you're coming out with some some knowledge already, but you don't know it all. Yeah. and you, I definitely like definitely you, still don't like know it all. Coming into it, like you were on a department before, yeah. like. I don't know. I've only, I'm in my 10th year now. Like I still feel like a probie all the time. But um, one thing that I've kind of gathered is even if you know it, you can still learn something new from mm-hmm. somebody showing you and nobody likes the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it guy at all. Like yeah, there's such sure. a bad rap to have to be like, yeah, no, I got this. Cause like we're, we're spending our time sharing what we know with you. Like, yeah. you know, even if you know it, like you still might pick up a new trick on like, Oh, I didn't know you could carry it like that or do this. Like, you know, it's just, it's like another tool in the toolbox, right? Like, so if your if your way of doing something doesn't work, then all of a sudden you can pivot and be like, okay, I know the exact right thing to do in this situation. I can use this other, other technique. And like, it's a good trait to carry throughout your career. Cause even as you like progress, people still don't like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it guy. Mm -hmm. Even, um, you learn so much from from one person. You can also learn so much from what they do wrong or what you don't like, how they're treating people, what learn from their mistakes and kind of change going forward for yourself as well. Tim is a trailblazer in that. The amount of things people learn from him doing stuff wrong. He <laughs> deserves like an award. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> I think being able to adapt. I think that's the biggest thing I yeah. tell the future pros and even for us. Like Stu, you have some previous experience as well from where you were. So I think if you can't adapt, then you're already struggling off the bat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not even just like firegrounds, ops, like personalities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to be like flexible. We are, uh, you know, at a headquarters, we're 10, 12 people sometimes. If you can't be like going how everything's going, going with the flow, adjust the people around you, you're not going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Future firefighter, not even probie. Yeah. Like it's, it's all like, bat. like you were sharing a space together and you're forced to share that space yeah. together. So if you're like not adaptable and it's like to get along, like you're going to stick out like a sore thumb. Oh yeah, big time. Especially like as a newer person, cause we're, we're trying to read you and like see like how you fit in. And if you, if you're like putting up some resistance, like it's, it's not meshing well, like off the yeah. bat, like it's just gotta, you gotta go with the flow. Like we don't necessarily care like how good you are at the job like we want you to be able to perform but we're here to like teach you and hold like yeah. you know help you through yeah, it all sure. but like we mostly just want a good person like we want somebody that gets along like you know contributes wants to be involved like that's the easiest part of being a like a new firefighter is just mm-hmm. getting along like let things roll off your back like i said people are going to push you they're going to do things just to see how far they can kind of take it a little bit oh, yeah. in a fun way yeah, like but if you get your back up against the wall right away, like it's it's not going to be good. It's not going to be fun for for anybody. Well, if, if they're not messing with you, they don't like you. Yeah, right. Yeah, if like everyone kind of turns underlying, silent. like thing we we've, we've always heard. Even I heard yeah. what, in my previous department. Like if they're not messing around with you, then you got to look at your own self and be like, hey, what am I doing wrong here? Yeah, if if the room goes silent when you walk into it, not a good sign. Yeah, <laughs> I normally just take that as a sign that I should start talking to everyone. <laughs> oh, Stu talks. Yeah, I can talk every now and then. <laughs> Um, but like, uh, I like to call it just like picking up the pieces around the station. It's the, you know, make sure like coffee's on dishwashers on. Like, it's just like the little small things of like, yeah, yeah. the, the day to day is smooth running, you know, like, cause sometimes like you might forget to throw the dishwasher on. It's like kind of a, not expected of the junior guy or girl to like do it, but like it is sort of, yeah. you know, if, if the dishwasher doesn't get turned on, everybody looks at the junior person. So that's kind of like a trait moving forward that I like to keep in mind is just like make sure that nothing gets forgotten around the yeah. station. And yeah, like for sure. if you start cleaning, like be the like 
it's it just be the first one to start. Yeah, like, like we're, we're, we're all going to join in. Just being the one to, to get up and start yeah. something, mm-hmm. whether it be cleaning or doing something with the truck, and then everyone else kind of follows suit. You just can't be the one that sits down and does nothing. Yeah, and watch everyone else. Like if they're getting up before you, there's a problem. Yeah, yeah. and like That's if, the best way I can if you it. think. Like going into that job, like, well, why do I have to start at first? Like, that's ridiculous. That's the wrong attitude to have. Oh, like, yeah. um, that is not something you want to bring in because it's just like shows initiative and like it shows your crew like, hey, okay, this this kid takes this job seriously. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, we're all going to jump in and help. It's not like we're going to make them do everything, like all the toilets and all the floors and like we're we're going to help. Like yeah. we're, we're there as a crew, but we just like to see that you take the job seriously. I think that was, that was one thing that I was really pleasantly surprised about when I first started, mm-hmm. because as soon as I got that call that, that I had the job, I don't know if, well, I guess you would have, Vic, you would have had the, oh, uh, the experience already. I was very happy um, to get that call. Oh yeah. But, oh, yeah. uh, but oh. I started looking up, I started looking up podcasts. I started like, I was looking up like what to do in your first year. And everything was like, make sure you're doing all the cleaning, all the like, you're going to sweep and mop the station. You're going to clean all the toilets. You're going to do all the dishes. So I fully came in my first day. Same. I was like, okay, like as I clean, everyone else is just going to sit down. Yeah. And I grabbed the mop. Oh, sorry. I grabbed the broom. And as soon as I grabbed that broom, everyone started like picking stuff up and getting ready to clean. It really, like it was a really nice surprise to see like, okay, like it's actually unlike what I'd already heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh, like everyone's. Like it really helps out. Like it's it's fun because now now you're doing it as a crew and it's almost like a little bonding thing where it's it's not training, it's not going to calls. You guys are just out there like sweeping and cleaning and doing scrubbing toilets and everything like that. And it's it was a fun way to to kind of get that started off. You might have to do some of that stuff on your own, well, but absolutely. I think once you earn your crew's respect, then they'll start chipping in. They just want to see yeah. if you're if you're gonna do it and if you can do it all on your own and then one, then once you, they buy in or you buy in, then, then yeah. they'll help. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, everybody worked so hard to get this job, some harder than others, but like we all take it very seriously and we want to know that you also respect the job. Yeah, like, for sure. Like yeah. that's the bottom line is like, are you coming in here and you're throwing your feet up and you're, you know, not taking it seriously, like, mm-hmm. you know, just throwing your, your gear on the truck and not checking your whatever BA and stuff in the morning. And like, if you're not taking the job seriously, like we don't, we don't like that. Like yeah. we just want to make sure that you respect the job and like, you're going to respect it as much as everybody else that's doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You almost going to need to do everything at first. Like, even if you kind of know, yeah, maybe they're going to help. You kind of need to almost set that point of, all right, I'm going to do everything first and let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the stuff on like Google and like what you're reaching, like searching Stu, like that's accurate. I think everyone should just do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Just day one, go and do whatever you need to do and let the crew figure out. It's just an, okay, I need to help or maybe I'll let him do it for a couple of shifts. Like I need to like take that almost for the first little bit. Yeah. It's an easy, like no brainer. Just come in and expect that that's the expectation. Like there's a lot of unwritten rules and like that's, mm-hmm. you know, one of them that mm-hmm. like nobody speaks of it. Cause like we're all responsible for cleaning, but we just like to see that like, you know, the new, new person takes the initiative to be like, boom, okay. They already picked up the mop. Let's go. Like, yeah. Which is true, especially now. Cause everyone's getting, mostly everyone's getting on later in age mm-hmm. like it's not the time where people are getting yeah. on at you know nineteen twenty anymore from the old days everyone's pushing 25 sometimes 30 sometimes even 40 yeah like the one guys after us the oldest is 46 mm-hmm. so they kind of need to see that just because you're at a, an older age doesn't mean you can't do the stuff you should be doing yeah yeah, yeah. and so, like a lot of people making a career transition like that at a later age it would be very difficult to be like, oh, okay, like I'm at the bottom of the totem pole again. Yeah. Like yeah. I was at the top of my career and now it would be a hard transition. But again, like it's just easy little things of like, 
make sure that the loose pieces are taken care of around the station and get along like yep. at the end of the day. Also another big one um, I like to see is like people, again, this goes back to like respecting the job and like make sure that like you're ready to go every day. Like you're yep. in uniform, check your gear, check your truck, make sure you know where everything is on the truck. Make sure that you're asking questions about your area, especially if you get traveled into a new area. Like, there's so many things that, like, people that have, like, a guy at my station's worked there for, tw- like, 12, 15 years at that hall. Like, the things that he knows is, like, crazy. So, yeah. like, just ask the people at that station, like, hey, like, what should I be worried about in this area? Like, what's the big things that I should know? What's different about this truck? Like, what's the water capacity? What kind of, like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, things that are unique to that to that station and like make sure that you're ready to go at any time like yeah for sure you know so i guess vic why don't you take us through a day in the life of a probie and what do you do as soon as you get there like are you getting into uniform right away are you checking your pack right away or are you do i always come in uniform i know like when Stu and i first started they told us i think you even still do it sometimes like you come in like quote-unquote normal clothes and then change I, I typically don't. I just, and there's nothing against doing it. I just find just going into the station ready to go is just my way of doing it. Yeah. Now you're there early. Like our shifts go from seven to seven, but I'm always there 20 after six. Not in the station, but 20 after six. Just waiting in the parking lot. Yeah. It's like 6 30 and then go yeah. in and relieve the person. Um, day to day stuff really isn't, it's not difficult. Like it's you're, you're, you know, you're checking your pack, you're checking your mask, you're checking the trucks. Like for Stu and I, part of our, uh, exam to go to the next level is like pulling stuff off the trucks, telling the captain or the train officer where everything is. It's just familiarizing yourself with yours and then the other trucks for well, my station, at least there's three trucks in there. So you want to make sure you know kind of where everything is on the other ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it's, it's nothing crazy. Like in, like Moss was saying, you know, coffee's on beds are made sheets are out of the dryer washer, making sure everything's ready to go. It's the, is the little stuff around the station that, as the new guy, you're kind of expected to, to pick up the slack on. And not to say there's slack, it's just thinking ahead of what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See the coffee pot getting low? Okay, fucking make a fresh pot. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of little things like that. Well, especially at headquarters. You guys got a bun machine? Oh, yeah, that dude. thing is the Cadillac of We're coffee. It's like you're at a corners. real diner. I'm like just slugging away with Cuisinart making sludge water. <laughs> These guys are drinking liquid gold at headquarters. It really is liquid gold, but it's actually because you know that stuff it brews in two minutes, like a so second. I know, I couldn't believe it. A couple guys spilt. A couple of the new guys already. Mm. Uh, my station, we use a French press, so we are uh, fresh you guys ground. Are real beans. fancy. Yeah, we are actually, we are very fancy aficionados. If you've ever seen me, you know I'm fancy. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Sitting in your flannel t-shirt, <laughs> yeah, the same flannel t-shirt I'm in every day. Uh, yeah, and then I think. If you're coming to a new city with experience, I think it's the best thing in the world, but you need to be humble with that, right? It's one of those things. I even told some of the new guys today that I met, or not today, sorry, yesterday, coming uh, when I was working with them. If you have experience, that's great, but don't walk around yeah. you're the king. You mean you, you don't want to hear how you used to do it at your old department? Yeah, yeah. no, we don't want to. That's a bad, that. that's a bad. Oh, don't get me wrong. Someone give ask off. you, like, obviously they're asking yeah. you for a reason. Yeah, of course. But if you're doing evolution, don't be like, well, my department did this. Like, yeah. Well, buddy. That's not how we do it here. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't say that. Lots of people that. have spent lots of time trying to figure out how we do it. And yeah. there's a reason yeah. why we do it that way. Yeah. And everyone's different. Like, you have a crew of 10. Out of the 10, all 10 will have different nuances of how to do mm-hmm. a move, whether it be VIS or advancing the host into a building. So even if you know it, mm-hmm. like for me, I've said, yeah, like I know how to do this, but let's do it anyway. Show me how you would do it. Mm-hmm. So you need to have that 
confidence, but also the humility to be like, okay, hey, teach me something new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's how I would suggest it for sure. Yeah. Like, you know, the day, whether it be day one or 10 years, someone is always above you. So how you come in day one, at least the, how I see it is if you come in day one, that stays the same way for mm-hmm. 30 yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm not going to come in in jeans ever. I've never have and never will. I just, that's just me personally. If you want to come in jeans, come in jeans, do what you want. But I just don't like if, in my mind, someone's always going to be above me in seniority. So like, there's no point in slacking off just because you're 10 years on. Yeah. If you're coming in day one with the right mindset, keep that mindset. And yeah. it's true. Like you do, maybe is not slack off is just the right way, but like you're not getting up first to fill the coffee pot and you start to notice the senior guy is. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I got to pick it up a little bit more. So just yeah. kind of have that always be the first one up. You want to get comfortable. You need that. You need to show yeah. you're a team player, but you got to flirt with that line of, okay, we're a team, but I'm also still the junior guy. It's a nuance. Yeah. You got to read the room. Yeah. Uh, speaking of reading the room, uh, with Tim and Brett having more experience than uh, than Vic and I do, what are kind of pitfalls that you'll see probies fall into? Or even not not just probies, but people in their first you know year or two when you're still feeling out the department. What are things that you find people... Uh, fall into or some mistakes that might be made? Um, I would say like getting like, you know, falling into some bad habits that, you know, people will notice um, that are easy to correct. Say like we've talked about a lot of them already. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've, I've heard of like people resisting like training and they're still pretty new and it's like, this is what, you know, you're here for. This is what, and it's just like, just like not, being a team player, I guess, is the biggest thing that sticks out. Okay. Just simple things that uh, it's just like we've talked about a lot of them, just like little nuances that like people, it's easy to notice and it's hard to shake. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, they're just overconfidence as well. Yeah. Um, you think that you know how to do a simple task like hook up a hydrant or do something on the fire scene, like practice it multiple times because when you actually get in the heat of the moment, it can be intimidating uh, to get water supply or something like that right mm-hmm. off the bat. Like just because you got it once or whatever, like practice it multiple times until you get it every single time quickly. Mm-hmm. Vic kind of touched on it like um, the yeah, 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 I got it kind of people yeah. like in training, be humble, like you said, and just like learn from wh- whoever's trying to teach you. Like they're trying to share experience and knowledge with you. Mm-hmm. Like the people that are like the yeah, 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 I got it. That's not a, a good look. Also like one little thing, like, uh, obviously like it's important to be in contact with people outside of work. So like to have your cell phone on you, but like, you know, one thing that gets noticed is like how much you're on your phone. Uh, that's like, yeah, you know, sure. just, just yeah. like put it away a little bit, engage with the crew. Like obviously like check in, see like how your wife or husband's doing or, you know, your kid, like whatever, like that's yeah. totally fine. But like if you're sucked into it and you're dialed into that for, you know, like people notice like, you know, pick up a book and try to learn, ask questions and initiate some sort of like training or like well, wash the truck or whatever. That being said too, if you are on your phone a ton, like it is very common nowadays to be on your phone, but like just tell your captain, be like, Hey, I'm just doing like the, if's the yeah, of course. Yeah, like yeah, there's, tests there's, or whatever. So you're being productive on your phone or you're watching videos you, on firefighting yeah, or whatever. You have the, the universe of knowledge in your hand. Yeah. So like, it's totally fine to be like, yeah, I'm looking up like, like you said, like videos or something like, but you know, if you're like, haha, look at this meme. We're like, okay. Like, yeah. yeah. yeah I know sure. for, for us having our, um, our probie exam coming up, there is that 
IFSTA and FPA app mm-hmm. where it's got a huge bank of, of practice exams on it. And I know personally on like my lunch break and stuff like that, I'll sit there and I'll, after I eat lunch, after I, you know, clean up the dishes, get the dishwasher started, that's what I'll do. That's what I'll do. I'll fire that on, let my captain know that I'm going to start doing some practice exams. But because it's out, you're always letting them know mm-hmm. beforehand. So that way, as mm-hmm. I'm sitting there, you know, running through this exam, it doesn't yeah. look like I'm just scrolling down or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. Yeah, just being open. Yeah. Tell them what you're doing. Yeah. Right? Like, it's, you got to be open to what you're doing, where you're going. Like, this is not the, the career to sit silently and not tell people what you're doing. No. Just ask a ton of questions, too. I find even now I'm still, there's a piece of equipment. I might not mm-hmm. know everything about that piece of equipment. It's, and whether a new person comes on or my captain or whoever might, obviously will have more knowledge than I will. I always like to try to absorb as much as I can. Uh, even if it's a simple piece, it's, yeah. there's always something new to learn. Yeah. Like I, I like when people ask me a lot of questions, like it makes me feel like, oh yeah, you know what? I'm not a probie anymore. I guess I do know these things. And like, it's nice to like share that knowledge. And then like in turn, it'll turn into like an experience that like, oh, you're kind of like, it might turn into a 20 minute like explanation on something. And then, you know, they learn something like I'm, you know, I learned from them. That too. is a great yeah. feeling. Yeah. I had like a tiny bit about of that with the, the new guys coming in. We're doing the truck checks. I was telling them about like the art tools we use. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like this close. I'm not a probie. <laughs> <laughs> but even with like your guys probationary period coming to an end, like it, it's now you're transitioning into the junior guy. And a lot of the times I'm still a junior guy yeah. and it doesn't change like you're no, you know, like expectations change of like people on your crew a little bit, but like the idea of, you know, like, like you said, like taking it, doing the, creating the habits that continue throughout a career. Like just because your probationary is done, like doesn't mean like you're not, I don't know, like you're still a junior person. Well, yeah. Cause like it is a person's biggest downfall and like, you Mm -hmm. know, your reputation is everything. It takes one time to destroy everything. So if you don't continue to have that day one mindset for 30 years, like you're done, Mm -hmm. you know, and speaking from experience from someone I worked with at a previous department, I got on and that person went straight to that six by 20 unspoken thing where they've been on six months and feel like they've been on 20 years and it did not end well. No. So it's just, you got to be humble and, you know, mesh with your crew and yeah. say, okay, I know what I'm doing, but let's do more. But you got to have that. I'm, I'm not, I don't know everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it just simply comes down to create habits that are going to last a career, good habits mm-hmm. and like get along, be eager to learn. And you know, like it's, it's just pretty simple. Yeah. Like yeah. show initiative in every facet of the job, be interested, respect the job and you know, get along with your crew. When you're new, you need to learn how to cook. Oh, yeah. Like, Ooh, yeah. if yeah. your first meal is awful, you might as well just go back to recruit class and do it all over again yeah. and then go back and take a cooking class. And like, I you like, need to know, and you don't even have to be a crazy good cook, but like, you need to have the basics of like how to, chopping. How to make bacon or chop yeah. a tomato. Like, because that most of our conversations and where we get to know each other is at the, the dinner, breakfast yeah. table. Yeah, that's table. a good point. So, if you can't just be that person that Google stuff, YouTube stuff, and just anyone can it, follow a recipe. Yeah, and if you can't, not, like, hard. just throw it out there and somebody will kind of pick it up and, you know, just like, you know, have basics. Like you said, learn how to chop something or how to whatever, like saute yeah. an onion. You yeah. really yeah. should uh, go back and listen to uh, From Flames to Flavor <laughs> episode 
Uh, that was a great one. That was uh, a good one. Shameless plug. That was a good one. <laughs> I, I would just like to throw in there, uh, sometimes you should test out a recipe at home before yes, you bring ah, it into the yes. fire department. The white yes, chili. Um, yes, you should. <laughs> because some things, while they may get great reviews online, do not taste very good. I think you should so, try it again. Maybe you just need to change something with the recipe. I think that'll be my probing meal for everyone. Mm-hmm. God, Department-wide. <laughs> oh, everyone's going to get some. <laughs> Food poisoning for everyone. <laughs> no, actually, one one crock pot of that would cover the whole department because you can only have one scoop. Mm-hmm. And then before you're like, uh, you know what? Like, really appreciate the effort you put in there. Thank you. It was I a stew or something. What was it, it? Oh, it was a chili. It was a and chili. it was white, right? Yeah, it was white. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I've never heard of a white chili. Neither had I. Ah. <laughs> but I guess you put a block of cream cheese in it. And, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah okay. it, yeah. it got 4.9 out of 5 stars. This sounds like this something really that good. somebody makes on TikTok and gets absolutely roasted for in the comments. Oh, absolutely. They, they should have been. This Actually, is, yeah, good point of that. So we're, you know, and again, we're, I'll get to my background in a second, but, you know, you got to learn to cook and for the love of God, stay off social media. Mm-hmm. Like getting on and on especially, don't don't post anything, don't do anything. Like, yeah, like if you if you have like a photo with like your baby at the fire go ahead like yeah, that's great but it's, it's the people that like live on yeah. social media through their job that people are like yeah if there's not a point to it because like my background is, is training so when i was at my previous department i would do videos of me working out with gear like with a mask on on a tank on like that stuff is is different if your department allows it mm-hmm. like obviously get permission don't just start posting stuff yeah so yeah. have like use a brain for mm-hmm. like a better words like use your brain towards it Already, so pivoting from that, uh, we do have Vic with us today, like we've already said, and like you've heard for a, every, a while now. Every time somebody says pivot, I think of friends and want to go pivot. pivot. Still pivot. one of the best scenes of that show. Is pivot. That is so good. Every right. scene from that show is the best scene from True. that show. True. Um, but Vic, do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, about kind of your your journey to to fire? What what led you? Yeah, there? my journey what, was where you went. Yeah, like I know all, all over the place. Yeah, you're really. blank yeah. slate. Yeah, yeah, I am head to toe bald head. <laughs> <laughs> One of the many now in our department that's slowly. Uh, yeah, everyone's just shaving their heads slowly. I, I think you guys need to get on. Vic the big. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like big my my start in this is is very different. I can't find What'd you say now? What do you Bic Razors, please sponsor us? Gillette. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. so, <laughs> it's the best a man can get. Uh, uh yeah, my background is the complete opposite of you guys, because I heard your last podcast and you're talking about how they like, always wanted to get into fire. I was opposite. My goal was cop. Oh yeah? Yeah. I'll be that guy and say it. You know, I was eventually trying to become a cop. So You realize the sleeves are too small, so you're like, oh, <laughs> I gotta get bigger sleeves. Um, yeah, so that was the goal. But I actually went to Sheridan College for PI. So I was a PI for four years. Oh, so I did a lot of WSIB cheating, fraud, all kinds of stuff. Sitting like that in a car, years. lots of sitting in your car, mm. lots. It's gonna tell people like, oh, your job must have been so cool. I'm like, yeah, if you could stare at a door for 14 hours, it's oh man, it sounds it's, it's, it's like great. agony. Yeah, like I'm sure there's like two two percent of like pure excitement yeah oh yeah like when they, when they walk out the door of like a like, WSB plane yeah it. yeah it's like yeah i threw my back out playing soccer and they're mowing their line like two seconds of a video you're like yes my 15 hours have been paid off oh my like, yeah, what was, if you don't get the the footage do you get paid? you go back the next day yeah you get paid regardless oh, okay like you kind of split up the weeks of like if it's a six day work week let's say you do three day three nights and then the day off you kind of figure out or you switch back around and go different days and are you splitting it with is it just like 
Vic's private eye, or is it no, like no, I was with, I was company? with companies. Yeah, I was with companies. So, so we would shifts. do like day and night rotations, uh, like that type of thing. Wow, it was uh, it was interesting. The cheating cases were better. Mm. WSIB was real boring. He's mm. just peeping in windows. I knew it. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah. I have a badge. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of have to do that as well, right? Because like you know, you have to learn the laws of when you're, where you can actually like videotape someone. Right. Right. Or get a picture of them or doing something. So you really have to kind of, did anyone ever flirt. figure it out? Like you all of a sudden like, what are you doing sitting out front of my house? Yeah. One guy did really. He came up to me. He's like, what do you do? And thankfully I went at the time I was 20, 22. I was like, Oh, well like my car broke. I'm on the phone with CAA. He's like, Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, I call my boss. Like you get to get someone over here. I just got burnt. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so like how far away are you like parked from their house? Like far. Oh yeah. Far. But then you got to learn how to tail them. Right, so you're driving around in cars, so you get to see where they're going, and then you're Dude, following the same person. And this sounds old, sounds, like a movie, right? It sounds and then cool. it's like the movies. <laughs> yeah, bag not, of Cheetos not even, on the not dash, even close. not even close. <laughs> you know, when you got to buy a generator to keep your feet warm to keep the heat going in your car, because you can't air, have the engine running, car on because uh, your car is going to be stagnant, right? And are you move. just like re- like reclined as far oh, yeah. as you can go with like the hat the hat down and the yep. shades on? Yep. How do stuff. you not fall asleep? Oh, I did. Oh, up, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, don't fall like, asleep. But yeah, there's like, been multiple times where I'm like, you fall asleep for like one of those split seconds and you're like, oh my God, I need to, I can't do this today. And you just see him putting the mower away. You're like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I guess I got to come back here tomorrow and get uh, this done. So yeah, I was a PI then because the plan was, you know, cops are cops for X amount of years. They retire, then become a PI. So I did the reverse. Oh, okay. I was like, okay, I'll get a PI experience because you're doing all the same stuff kind of whether you become a detective or in the patrol car. So I did that. And then uh, realize, yeah, I mean, I don't want to become a cop. You know what? Yeah. And you know what? I'll be like honest, and this may be a, like bad, whatever it may be. But what was going on with the media with police? Mm. With my luck, I'd be the one going to the jail by simply just like pushing someone the wrong way. So I was like, you know what? This is probably not the best idea for my yeah. own sanity. It's a, t- it's a tough career. Very like, tough. Yeah. It's and very I have a lot of friends that are cops, and it's like guys, like all the power to you. It's heavily scrutinized, and the job is so unbelievably stressful. Like. I got to like commend people that choose that career. And like, I don't know, I couldn't do it. Like, no, I like, I have no problem running into a building that's on fire. Cause it's like a controlled stress. Like you can somewhat predict what's going to happen with the yep. fire or know what's in mm-hmm. that building to an extent. If I'm, if they're like, yo, someone's got a gun in that house and you got to go get them. I'm like, uh, what? Like that is a yeah. stress that like, I couldn't even under like begin to understand. And just like the, the sheer lack of positive interactions you'd have with people mm-hmm. because you are, or a lot of the times you'll be, there's a disciplinary action. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so you're never having, or not never, but you're rarely having a really positive encounter with someone else. Yeah. And people aren't happy when you show up. I'd They're, like, I'd love to have a cop on the podcast to like yeah. talk about it. Yeah. I'll talk to a buddy of mine. He's in Toronto. Oh, so yeah. I'll see, I'll see what we tell to him, see what he says. I'd l- yeah. I want to know what the job is like. Yeah, because yeah. even I ask him. It's like, you know, because going, and even to a point of in this process of becoming fire, mm-hmm. you get to a point, I'm sure we've all been there, we're like, why am I not getting this job yet? Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, you know what? Maybe I'll just go switch mindsets and try to go back to become a cop. Mm-hmm. I know two guys that were sergeants in, in Peel. One my buddy is in Toronto. Family friend knows at the time it was the police chief. So I was like, you know what? Maybe you need to switch gears for this. So mm-hmm. you start talking to him and what you could do and all that type of stuff. It's, There's so many cool little avenues to police work too like yeah. you can get into canine you can get into homicide yeah you can get into you know, advice, buddy of mine, you can he's get been in. on two years now for 
12 or 13 months he was patrol and he just got promoted he's in major crimes now oh yeah, yeah. so there's so many different avenues yeah right you know, that thankfully. is one yeah that is one thing i do like about the police stream mm. is you can literally go you could be like a scuba diver and like search for bodies or whatever you can go yeah be a canine mm. do swat like once you're in the fire service you're, unless you're going like training officer captain that, mm-hmm. or platoon chief or higher there's not not many people yeah there's not many different career variabilities like that yeah, unless you go to like yeah the Ontario like fire marshal or investigate fires and stuff, but that's yeah that's a little different. But even still, like that's out of house. Like you have to leave your department and go start another career. You can't just be like, oh, I'm gonna like just transition into investigations. Like yeah, yeah. So that's that was the plan. Then I was like, okay, I need to switch. Go come fire. Uh, but in the time of that, I owned and operated a gym, so I was doing personal training. Oh really? Yeah, I have my own gym. And, oh. Uh, that explains it. Mm. That, okay. It's actually all fake. Um, he uh, <laughs> might not have became a cop, but he certainly got the guns. <laughs> <laughs> the safety's on those bad boys yeah, or what? Always. <laughs> so I did that for a bit. Um, and it, it was good. It was, you know, was, the gym was successful. It just got to a point where when you start to talk to, like, even some of my mentors and family friends, there, it's like, you have so many hours in a day. Oh, I yeah. can't train 24 people on a day to make decent money. And that? then the avenue of essentially making my gym into where a trainer to rent it out. The time and money was like, you know what, this is, I enjoy training, mm-hmm. I enjoy personal training, but it's just not the avenue yeah. I want. I guess while we're talking about this, what are your tips for probationary fires as far as staying in shape on? Ooh, good question. For the career. Like, I think it's as you're aging in the fire service and stuff, like if everybody just went for like an hour walk on an incline as a minimum every shift. Yeah, that would pay That's dividends. my maximum, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that like would Moss, we need to talk later. <laughs> <laughs> that would pay dividends, but what are some things that like probies could be doing? Like should they be doing the functional fitness? Should they just be doing like steady state cardio? I think it needs to be a little bit of everything, which okay. is a very bad answer for the question you're asking me. But so really it's generic everything. Yeah, you got to find what works for you. Like I'm six foot, 230 pounds. I'm never going to be. Dude, so am I. Weird. Okay. (laughs) I'm never going to be six foot, 185. Like when I, uh, my background with fire as well as I was a volunteer for a little bit, but I did a major cut to try to, you know, get to a certain point on volley. Mm -hmm. So I did a big cut and I got down to 204 and I looked like I was going to die. Like my mom was, you need to eat something. My girlfriend (laughs) at the time, well, fiance now, she's like, you know, like you need to eat. Mm -hmm. So you need to kind of find what works for you. I'm never going to be that skinny guy but I'll be able to pull a heavy guy out of a, out of a fire. So you got to find what works for you. Even getting on to get on fire, you got to do the OFAI stuff. And like that stuff's not easy. Like you're wearing all the gear and yeah. you're in a mask. So you have to have that cardiovascular, but it's not so much about the weight. It's just training for what you need to do. Mm-hmm. That's the best way I can describe it. So isolation, functional cardio, it needs to be everything. It can't just be a one-stop shop of, I'm just going to lift heavy weight and have a gut. And you still need to, you know, maintain a proper nutrition. Yeah. It goes, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Nutrition's key. Like it is a, one yeah. of the hardest things to, but easiest at the same time to like control. But like, yeah. And it's, it's real simple. And it's like, um, you know, I know you guys have a, a dietitian coming on, on mm-hmm. here talking about it and it really isn't, it's not hard, right? People just need to have the dedication to do Make it. Make the time for it. Yeah. yeah. And understand what it is like the, and I'm not a professional in terms of like having science or the background, just from I'm speaking from what works for me and kind of the things I've been hearing and reading where, you know, everyone thinks don't eat sugar, but there's a difference between sugar and fruit sugar. No. Yeah. Natural sugars. Yeah. Everyone's like, Oh, I'm not going to eat fruit forever. Like, that's not, that's not what that means. Yeah. Right? I have so dare- just understanding what you're reading and what you're seeing needs to go is what needs to be done more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have dairy queen and I feel like I'm going to die. 
but yeah, you know, like it is so bad. Like I've noticed, especially as I've gotten older that like convenience to me is because I just like don't have enough time in the day to, and that's me making an excuse, but like to make a salad with like a bunch of fresh toppings takes like 20 minutes. I could just grab like a granola bar and like, you know, whatever's in the fridge yeah. and go like, yeah. and I've definitely noticed it taking a bit of a toll. I used to be very way more strict with my diet, like when I was younger. And then I don't know, like you just not well, that life gets in the way. Right? Yeah. Like it's, there's things that come up. So it's not even about you need to stay the same intensity for this point to this point. It's just yeah. maintaining a point of understanding where your maintenance is and then just staying with it. Well, I, my only like back, like, so I used to do, I tried to do like the bodybuilding thing back in the day. Like you and laugh you at tell. me now. Oh, you can tell. It is. It's, it is oh stayed, yeah. It's really, yeah. yeah. It's stuck around. And I was eating like pre-pack, like pre-cooked meals that I'd make in advance for like a week. And it, by the end of it, I just want to throw up because I'm eating like rice and like steak again for the fourth time that week. Yeah. And I spent a so much money on it and B, so much time trying to do it. And I gained like a pound or a half a pound in like two months. And I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> and like at that time I had like, that was an easy focus for me because all I did was work and go to the gym. That was it. Like now I have a kid, a career, whatever. Like, yeah. you know, there's a lot more to juggle. So like. And life jiggle. Gets, oh God. <laughs> yeah. And speaking it's to like kind of what, what you were saying, Tim, like for the probies, like even I'm guilty of it too. Like you finally put in all this time and training and nutrition for OFI, for example, like even Peloton, I was doing a Peloton every day for 45 minutes, like dying to get ready for OFAI. Cause that's just my body type. I can move like, you know, the cold two thing is like I my train is lift weights once. It's like I could do that. But then to train to do some of the OFI stuff, it's like I had to really crush cardio. Which a is the lot. the opposite for me. I could run like a Giselle, but like I can't yeah. lift weights. I mean I can. I'm so strong. <laughs> <laughs> just like the perfect athlete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just finding what you need to do. And then when you get on, it's understanding you still need to do stuff. Like yeah. your job and workouts don't end because you have the job. But you know what? There's gonna be times you're gonna climb twenty flight stairs. Yeah. You wanna be you wanna be healthy. And you're for just it. gassed. Yeah. Like, and don't get me wrong, I'm still gassed. Like it's yeah. not easy at any fitness level no. walking nope. twenty flights of stairs with all our gear on. That but. and like I find the heat of it all too. Like mm -hmm. say you're doing like overhaul, first of all, the work is exhausting. Yeah. The gear is just at compounding the heat inside your body. And like, man, it is like it is a strenuous aspect. Like all facets of the job are like you have to be ready for it. Yeah. For the new guys, again, probably that's what I would recommend is just staying with it to a capacity. Something even, consistent. Yeah, just whether it be walking, like you said, at an incline or, you know, lifting some weights in a small circuit. It doesn't need yeah. to be crazy. It's just all the time and work you put in physically to get on. Don't just say, okay, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Like, and then hang it up like, okay, I don't need to do anything anymore. I what's, guess. What's, a, what's a good circuit? Like, are you going in there and doing like the HIT workout, okay. walking lunges, burpees, skipping, ball slams? Like For, 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 me, just, it's, for me, it's functional. That's the, for that's for my own way of doing it. Like what right. you said, like that the circuit you just said is is great for someone like Moss who's super shredded, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Walking so calendar for me. Like for me, I just I won't be able to do that because I can't maintain the same level of exertion as compared to me strapping weight on a trap bar and then doing lifts that way. Because that's also right. how we isn't what I just said. Stuff. Isn't that a functional workout where you're doing ball slams, you're doing lunges, you're doing yeah. yeah don't get me wrong. I'm not okay. saying that's not functional. It's just like that quick pace circuit is not something I typically like to do because I just don't have. Not that I have somewhat somewhat coordination, but it's just not something I've ever done with my own training. Yeah. So like if you do that, stick to it. 
Like it's not something where you need yeah. to all of a sudden now switch your whole gear to train completely different because you're trying to get on or again on. It's just adding. I find like the type of workout that I'm interested in changes all the time. Right now it's nothing and I love it. Um, <laughs> but like I like what you're describing, like circuits, yeah. like high intensity. And but then like, you know, there's also time like phases of my life where I loved like, let's just lift weights and whatever. Now, if I try yeah. to do that, I'd be in some workout fail trapped under a squat <laughs> bar or something. But, you know, like I find it continually changes for me anyway like yeah. the style of mm-hmm. workouts that i'm interested in like i'm i'm i really like running now too like i don't know that might last a couple of years and then i might be into something else i don't think yeah. i've ran since we had academy i think there is a lot to be said for having someone to do that with even just like where to the point where it's like okay like we're going to track our workouts this week mm-hmm. like you don't have to work out with that that person but i know I've got an Apple Watch now, so I yeah. can see like I can see my own rings, and I now have Vic on his Apple Watch. Oh. So then, when he finishes a workout, if I'm sitting at home like on the couch watching TV, I'm like, oh, oh, damn it, no, no, like I'm getting up, I'm doing it now, like I'm gonna go do something because I just I get the notification. So not so, only the I need the motivation to work out, I now need friends. Yeah, it's, it's a hard yeah, life. That's basically what we're saying. Jeez. Yeah. Um, just switching back though. Um, with Vic's background before he became, or sorry, after he was the most muscular private investigator, gym <laughs> owner, uh, <laughs> almost wanted to be a police officer, but then got into fire. Just to continue on that, um, <laughs> after you decided uh, that policing wasn't the career for you. Yeah, so circling um, back to that. Yeah, because you did um, touch on being being a volunteer as yeah, well. Yeah, so I was a volunteer for, on paper, three years. But okay. this also got on volunteer 2019, finished pre-service in 2018, then got on 2019. Um, and then three months after I got on, I ran two calls, which again, as a volunteer for where I was, isn't as extreme as some other volunteer Mm -hmm. departments. So we do that. And then, uh, I got on, well, COVID happened actually speaking of that. So I got on, then COVID happened and the whole world lost its mind. Mm -hmm. And then I got on my other department three months after I got on volley. So it was a good, it was a really good transition. Did you do pre-service or anything like that? Yep. Yeah, oh, I went, okay. went to Southwest Fire. In, oh, okay. Uh, I think it's in Barrie now, where they are now. So oh, yeah. they're there. Went to there. That was good. It's good experience. Mm-hmm. They brand it a little different than what Festy does. Mm-hmm. So it was good. You know, we kind of got a little off topic at points there. Um, but I guess circling back on the theme of the episode is uh, how to be a good probationary firefighter tips and tricks. I think yeah. like we kind of, kind of, you know, hit the nail on the head with a few things of like, you know, be adaptable, be a team player. Be open be to open. new ideas. Yeah. Always be learning. Yep. Two ears, questions. one mouth. Yeah, yeah that be was seen, not heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be yeah. seen, not heard. For the first few months, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Be seen, not heard. Always ask. Show initiative. Respect yeah. the job, and uh, just you know, like be a person that can get along with people. Yeah. Be the first one to volunteer for the jobs that people don't want to do either. Mm-hmm. It shows a lot about your character, and yeah. be ready to go. Make sure everything's ready and set and you're ready to go so yeah pretty pretty easy things it's like it's not like you're expected to know absolutely every detail of everything but like be interested be curious be you know just give you your best effort yeah and things will work out yeah Yeah. and i think i think it's important to say as well like people want you to succeed yeah that your crew wants you to succeed because your success is a bit of a direct reflection of that crew as well mm-hmm. because they're once once you finish your academy these are now the people that are sort of responsible for responsible in a, in a sense of continuing you 
or helping you to continue learning your skills. You do have to take that initiative to, you know, say, hey, I'd like to train today. Can we do some some hands-on yeah. training? These are the things where, these are areas where I maybe feel I've got some deficiencies. I'd like to practice them. But also, like, don't be afraid to ask your crew, what do you think I need to work on? Like, when we are on calls. Yeah, that's a good because, point. Because you could sit there and think, I am the best at medical calls. And it turns out that you are just... Yeah, not the best at medical calls. And, and so then, and they're seeing that. So then they'll happily help you out. So just knowing that your crew wants you to succeed and that if they bring something to your attention that you're lacking in this, that, you know, we, we weren't happy with X, Y, or Z. Don't take it as a personal attack. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a great opportunity for you to sit there and go, awesome. Okay. This is what I need to work on as well as my other skills. Like I need, you need to continue to keep them sharp, but say, Hey, like, you know what, this is, this is something that someone has come to me and said, I need to improve on this. Let's sit down as a crew and improve it together. Yeah, you, you brought up a good point of like asking for feedback too. Because yeah. a lot of times people don't want to be the bearer of bad news or they want like, it's way easier when that door is opened by you for feedback than like, yeah. you know, somebody else having to be like, oh man, I really got to talk to this person about this. Like, it's just like, you know, a good door to open for people to, you know, yeah. give you po- like honest feedback. Yeah, because it shows you want to grow. Yeah. Like when I, my previous apartment, the thing I kept hearing was, do you have any comments, questions, concerns? So every day we do something, I'm always asking the same thing. Yeah. So you got to know, good. like you can assume, like, you know, like Stu said, you can be good at something in your mind and then you're like, yeah, you know what? You Maybe you should go back and look on it. Yeah. Do this again. Because like coming from like my standpoint of like, if I want to give feedback to somebody, like it is way easier if somebody's asking for feedback yeah. than yeah. to be like, hey, we need to have a talk. <laughs> you yeah. Know? That's, it's that it's like the text from from an ex girlfriend, like, "Hey, we need to we need to have a talk." And you're like, "Oh no, I know where this, this is going." Is, yeah, this is only bad. So, news. do you like sandwiches? Because this is a compliment sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but also again, you know, this isn't a comprehensive list. This is in, just in our, our experience ideas. Obviously, Vic and I over the next few weeks are going to find out whether we actually were good probies or not. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> shall not <laughs> yeah. pass. Uh, but I know. Again, I think we we said it earlier, but. Every department's different. Every crew's different. So just. Yeah. Like whatever department you get hired on and whatever crew you get put on, just sit down with that crew and be like, Hey, what's what's expected of me for this or what's expected of me for that? Like, you know, like just try and learn what people are hoping you're going to achieve. Yeah. And it goes back to taking initiative. Mm -hmm. Like whenever I was before I got cross shifted. So my first shift was sent down with the captain. Okay. What do you expect? Mm -hmm. What do you need? What do you want? Because you need to. You're the new guy, so it's your, it's your job to go to the people above you and say, what do you want? Yeah. What can I do? Yeah. Those people that are already there know how to work with each other. Yeah, you, 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 you got to find out how to fit s- in. You need to go home and research stuff. Mm-hmm. Like It can't be shift is done, now I'm going to go home and do nothing. Like, mm-hmm. And this is just situational for me, the previous department. When I got on, three months on, I was driving and pumping. So right. and you don't do that till sometimes third, years, second yeah. class. So I was doing that within three months. Mm-hmm. So I had to go around and be like, okay, what do you want me to do? How does this work? I learned on the metric system, which was very confusing. <laughs> so learning PSI and two inch, it's like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. So you gotta you gotta take the initiative to go home and you know just and look up stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. ropes and knots. If you're not used to doing something, you gotta go home and, and figure all that stuff out. Yeah, yeah. But that, I think that's a good point. Like, uh, just try and learn as much as you can. Try and be as open as you can. Yeah, you have to, because it's not the career to sit back and say I know everything. As yeah. you know, we talked about earlier, it's you really gotta be open minded and. If you're Adaptable. coming into this career thinking I know everything, you know this is going to be an easy career. Then it gets it gets pointed out real quick. Being a probie, like I don't know if you guys want to touch about it, but like even 
like what's like some thoughts of like what if you want to become a firefighter right it's like well like well, for me that wasn't my first instinct mm-hmm. i was going to do the complete opposite of a cop or even if the gym would have worked out maybe i wouldn't be where i am today so mm-hmm. i think you got to research and and talk to people of like what's the job like what do you do yeah. Can you do this job? Can you go to someone's worst day mm-hmm. and then go home or back to the station and eat lunch? Mm-hmm. That's that's what it comes down yeah. to, right? Like the calls I used to go to where I was before, you know, there are you know multiple. I've been to multiple stabbings, multiple shootings, you know, multiple really traumatic ejection MVCs, and then mm-hmm. you go home and have lunch. Yeah. So can you do that? Can you have? Do you have the mental capacity to shut it out and go do what you need to do? Yeah. For the job, it's not yeah. a typical job. No. No. You know, like no. no. It is very personality dependent. And like, like you said, like there's lots of things that are very physically challenging and mentally challenging. Yeah. And like, it's a unique job in that sense. For sure. Like For uh, sure. one of the weirdest things I remember was uh, one time we went to this really tragic car accident. Uh, I think one or two people died. And then like we were still on days and nights and uh, I left work after like our day shift was over at, like 5 p.m. And like, oh, I just got to get groceries and you're just sitting in the, the grocery store like oh yeah i need bread and i need, oh jesus yeah that's what i did today uh i need like milk like it's yeah. just so bizarre to like have a, that split like reality almost yeah mm-hmm. so yeah yeah that's like that's a good question that you have to ask yourself getting into the career is like is that something for me and yeah. you don't really yeah. know until you see it or experience it. Like it, for me, like I had a lot of trepidation leading into it about like when I was in paramedic school, like I didn't have any sense of reality of that. Mm-hmm. And I remember my first like very serious call was like a very tragic suicide. And I was like, oh, wow, that's reality. Like, yeah. oh my yeah. God, that's what actually happens in real life. It's not this like glitz and glamour, like, you know, like what people see on TV, that's a nice little neat packaged and everything works out well. It's like, you're going to this horrific thing and then you also have to balance your regular life with it. So like another good point, I guess, for being a probationary firefighter is like find outlets that work for you for that kind of stress. Like, you know, we have benefits used. I strongly suggest getting a therapist from day one. Like it's just someone to talk to, to exercise your brain and like offload information that you don't want to carry around with you. Or like find a family member or a friend or a coworker. We have a resource at work where we have a team that will talk to you and set you up with the right resources and like find the outlets that are healthy that will work for yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Because you need to. This is not the job. You can go home and shut it off. Tell your whole well, even just tell your whole family what you did at work. Yeah. Like there are slow days, don't you know, get don't get don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. the days you have those serious calls or a suicide or mm-hmm. an ejection from a car accident, you can't go home and be like, Can I gonna tell you what happened? They look yeah. at you like they're what did like, you just see? You have seven You're heads. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And they're like, the past is good. Yeah. <laughs> like, good dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's another good point that I, I, I think we missed out on in this episode. But yeah. Yeah. I think Anyways, that, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, thanks, thanks for tuning in. This is great. Mm-hmm. As, thanks for uh, joining us, Vic. As Tim said, you can, you know, like, like subscribe, comment, share. subscribe, yeah. share it. Uh, we are on Instagram and Again, like this wasn't a comprehensive list, but if there's any other questions that folks have, like reach out to us mm-hmm. on Instagram. We try to get back to, to as many people as we can who reach out to us and hopefully we can put out some more episodes uh, that people have questions about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And thanks yeah. for coming on, Vic. Thank you, boys. Thank you.